What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. We got one thing before we get into what anonymous executives are saying about your Los Angeles Lakers, and we'll take your calls on the conversation we just had about Paul George at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. LZ, I don't know if you saw, I know we touched on him last week, but Kyrie Irving has spoken again. Uh, posted (laughs) an Instagram story that says, quote, I've had enough of someone else's propaganda. I'm for truth, no matter who tells it. I'm for justice, no matter who it is for or against. I'm a human being first and foremost, and as such, I am for whoever and whatever benefits humanity as a whole, right? A quote from Malcolm X. Then he adds... Quote, I pray we utilize the, quote, fine money for the marginalized communities in need, especially seeing where our world is presently. I am here for peace, love, and greatness. So stop distracting me, my team, and appreciate the art. We move different over here. I do not talk to pawns. My attention is worth more. Um, So let me start by saying this. Um, Kyrie Irving... Man, uh, you know, Elsie, it really just, it's sad in this sense that he doesn't really, I feel like, understand what the media's role is, if I, if, if that's the best way I would describe it. Because I, I know it's very in vogue right now to be anti-media, um, but, you know, the media's helped him a ton over the years with a lot of the things that he does, particularly his charitable endeavors. Um, mm-hmm. So I just feel like some of this is really short-sighted and him just being personally hurt over stuff that, I don't know, he's said. I'm I'm bored by him. Yeah. As I, as I told you during the pre-show meeting, you know, I'm, he bores me. Right. Anyone who doesn't take personal responsibility and wants to blame others for all of their issues, just bore me. Because there's nothing redeeming that can come from someone who can't see their part in the world around them. Right. And and Kyrie, you're the one that says all this stuff. You said the thinly veiled thing about LeBron James and they're trying to blame us for not being stupid. Right. And now here you are trying to pretend as if somehow your time is not worthy of the media when if it wasn't for the media, the league that you're a part of would not have its place in the cultural lexicon. <laughs> Right, but you, but you go ahead and think that somehow your nine postseason ads winning or playing games without LeBron James is somehow more important. I promise you this: when you retire, we probably will not remember you, based upon the way that you're going right now. Yeah, you're going to go the way of like Calvert Chaney or something like that. Yeah, I'm I just will telling say, you. I will <laughs> say this: uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he's like a world famous chess player. Um, but he chimed in on Twitter and just randomly said, you know, talking to pawns is not a big problem. The problem is when ta- when pawns start talking back to you. That's funny. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right. So. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
LZ, the Lakers are playing tonight, and there are some stories um, in the media. So our buddy Sam Amick of The Athletic does this thing every year, okay, where he talks to um, league executives, let's just Mm -hmm. say, and they do this thing where – he talks to executives. You you know you do it. You're a writer, right? You you right. give anonymity to somebody, and they give you the dirt, right, or whatever it is that they feel is uh, worthwhile uh, as far as discussing. So there are two pieces in regards to the Lakers and Sam Amick's article in the Athletic, and one of them is one particular executive, front office executive, saying that the Lakers seemingly got better. Although I'm concerned they lost Javale McGee because I thought he was pretty good for them. Uh, he didn't look. He didn't play during the bubble, LZ. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'm not saying Javale wasn't a good player for the Lakers, mm-hmm. but you know, to sit here and talk about you're gonna miss his, they're gonna miss his energy and whatnot, and and maybe they do, but I, I don't know. Th- that's just one thing. There's two of them, but uh, that one felt like I don't know, man. You're grasping at straws here. I wouldn't have listed that as like my top issue, right? I do believe that. You know, McGee, as well as, 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 you know, Dwight, their ability to play above the rim and, def, you know, deflect shots or flat out block shots is an aspect of their defense that they may end up missing or have to rely more on AD to get for them. I do agree with that. But the last, I, I would not have mentioned JaVale McGee's name early in any sort of analysis of this nature. Yeah. To your point. Yeah. It just seems silly. Now, the second one, uh, a different executive, anonymous executive in this Sam Amick story on uh, The Athletic. Now, this one at least makes a little more sense. It's about Montrezl okay. Harrell, and this one particular executive says, quote, Montrezl Harrell doesn't fit the Lakers. I don't know how he fits with that team, but he'll help them in the regular season for sure. But I don't know. That remains to be seen. Uh, he needs somebody who can spoon-feed him because he's going to run the court. He's going to be active on the glass. He's going to do all that stuff, run the high pick and roll, dive to the basket, finish and get spoon-fed. So spacing is not great. The Lakers don't have great spacing, so I don't know where he fits, but he will give them a chance to rest, and AD and LeBron will be able to rest during the regular season. During the playoffs, he probably won't be as much of a factor. How do you feel about that assessment? Garbage. <laughs> As soon as you tell me that someone needs to be spoon-fed and I don't know how they're going to do that on a team with LeBron James, then right. I'm not listening to you. Right, he's the I'm, best I, distributor in the game. I'm like, I'm like the, he's not on the Clippers, you know, where you go, oh my gosh, who besides Lou Will can give him the rock? You know, right. which was a legitimate question, right? Correct. But with LeBron and with the way that the team plays so unselfishly, and with Dennis Schroeder and with Caruso, and I call him Caruso, um, who knows how to play high screen and roll with a big man, I don't think Trez getting the rock in places where he can be successful would have been an issue. Now, if this anonymous scout or anonymous hater would have said defensively they're going to miss Dwight because Trez isn't as good defensively as Dwight is, mm-hmm. then I would have been like, all right, that's legit. That's legit. But the focus being on offense and who's going to give him the ball, seriously? LeBron's top 10 in assists all time. Right. Might retire top five. He just led the league in assists. Yeah. I was going to say, just led the league in assists. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. 
Who's going to spoon feed Trez? Spoon feed Trez when he's streaking down the court. I know who. The the assist leader on the team. That's who. What kind of question is that? Yeah, I, anyway. I, I don't understand that either. I do think the the spacing thing will be interesting with him on the floor um, because it just depends on who he's with more times than not. Like, do you th- I, I don't know if – could he play with AD and you feel confident, like offensively, that, that both could get what they're normally, you know, partaking in offensively? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah, of course. How so? Trez is a very good scorer in the paint. He he is. Excellent. Yes. So you're saying Anthony Davis will play outside in those situations. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. AD is just great. You know, and it's like, I, I, I get that you can't just give Trez the rock necessarily at the top of the key and say, give me a bucket. I get that. Right. But... He's one of the best, you know, screen role guys playing last year. Right. One of the best. Most of his buckets came that way. Mm -hmm. So how in the hell did he win sixth man of the year if him being a contributor is so difficult? It doesn't make sense to me. I think what's happening there, I I think what's happening there with Montrezl Harrell is there's too much overanalyzation of what happened in the postseason. Is that fair to say? Um, I don't think there's too much because his inability to do anything with Jokic was so glaring that it's legit. It's a legit concern. And it was one of the reasons why, as you recall, George, when they first signed him when we were on the air and I wasn't jumping up and down, what was my biggest thing? Where's the big body, Right. Who's going to be the big body to replace Dwight? Because it isn't Trez. Mm-hmm. Well, we got that big body, Marcus and We might end up with his brother, too. Who knows? We'll see. But the reality is, is that Trez is going to be so good for the Lakers because he's with so many guys who know how to utilize his skill set and maximize it. So many, starting with LeBron, but not ending there. AD played with DeMarcus Cousins. And they had great success together because AD, who grew up a point guard, knows how to feed the big man. So I don't understand what the concern is offensively, but if the concern was defense, then I would have been like, yeah, I could see that being a concern. But the right. unnamed scout focused in on the offense, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, defensively, I think to your point, there there could be some questions there, right? That's fair to say. But I, yeah. I do think to, you know, it it really feels like I don't know, like, like the the stuff with the Nuggets, and and yes, he did get exposed a little bit against Jokic, but I also think that uh, some of that was schematic. The Clippers played a lot of drop coverage defensively, which I don't think was beneficial for Montrezl Harrell against a player like Nikola Jokic. And while I'm not trying to Paul George Doc Rivers here, you know what I'm saying. So, um, <laughs> but but the difference is, I, I can tell you, I know the Clippers were playing a lot of drop coverage. Now I don't know the exact percentage, um, but my my 
the naked eye told me it was it was uh, there was a decent amount at least when Montrez Harrell was out there. So I I also feel like while Montrez is not I don't believe he's an elite defender. I don't believe he's as bad as perhaps what we saw during the postseason. Um, I don't think what I really feel, and the reason why that you know having Marcus Saul helps a lot is that now you don't have to have Trez play your big big on the defensive side. You can't go Marcus All. You could go AD. You could play AD and Trez together. You could play Marcus All and Trez together because those bigger guys aren't married to the paint. And Trez, while he's not tall, is still enough of a beast that any any squad second big guy that tries to deal with him is going to have problems. Mm-hmm. LeBron is going to know how to deal with him. The question is, what does Frank Vogel and his squad do to mask his deficiency defensively mm-hmm. when he's the biggest guy on the court for them? Because he's not going to be able to match up physically with the biggest guys on the opposite team if they're playing their starting lineup. So Jokic, uh, Rudy Gobert, um, Nurkic, like those guys are going to be somewhat problematic for Trez in the paint because of the size difference. But as long as there's another big on the floor, it's going to be straight cake, man. All right, coming up next, we'll let we'll get people in on that too at 877-710-ESPN. We got one more segment to go. We're off at 5.30 for Lakers pregame tonight, Lakers' first preseason game against the Clippers. You spoke to Ty Lue. We'll get your, um, your thoughts on your conversation with Ty Lue. Uh, you wrote it for the LA Times, and then we'll take some calls to wrap this thing up. We got picks against the spread as well. Sedano and LZ, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Final segment for today. We've got uh, Lakers basketball coming up here in a second. Short segment, LZ. So let's get to your conversation with Ty Lu. What was that all about today? It's in the LA Times as well. Um, well, essentially, it was really looking at how this is Ty Lue's big break in order in terms of being able to define himself, right? So his first stint, obviously, he was with the Cavaliers. And for the most part, LeBron James typically gets credit for leading his team to the top. Mm-hmm. And this is Ty's opportunity, you know, away from Doc, away from LeBron, where he gets to just define a team himself and it was a, it was just really like a conversation we had about what happened from his estimation during the series against Denver how would it be different with him but more importantly it was about Ty and who he was as a as a coach 
and what he was hoping to accomplish. So I, it, was, it was a fun conversation. You can check it out on my social. Um, obviously, they're playing tonight, and they're playing all their guys. But this is really his big shot, uh, George. Ty Lue? Yeah, because everyone just assumed, ah, you played with LeBron. But by the right. way, not everybody wins with LeBron. <laughs> exactly. But LeBron has taken five different head coaches to the finals. So it's hard to argue with that rationale when you take right, that but, many different coaches. Sure. <laughs> but not, not all of them have won with him is the point. There's only True. been, well, now three with Vogel. Three. Right. Yeah. And he's had a no, lot no, of coaches. No. And he's had a lot of coaches. He has yeah. had a lot of coaches. But, I mean, it's the same thing that, you know, a lot of players – have to deal with that when you know his team loses people tend to blame you and when his team wins they tend to give the credit to LeBron and the same thing happens with coaching so talk to him about and he had like this really good thing that he said that he has a, an acronym that he calls PACE which is patience accountability uh, I forgot the C and the E is like uh, execution and so he, essentially he's got like this philosophy where especially the A being accountability, it's going to be interesting to see because as we've seen through reporting, accountability, at least in terms of reports, was a big issue with the Clippers last season. Yeah, there's no question about that for sure. Uh, Let's grab Oscar in the LBC. Oscar, what's up? Hey, hi, guys. This is Oscar Long Beach, uh, Cubano, the cigar guy. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good, good. Hey, uh, you guys were talking earlier about Paul George, and LC, I agree with you. He's a very good player, but uh, he's not great. I know when he was in Indiana, he was the main guy. So he was great during that time, but he was alone. So he's doing all the shooting. Once you match him up with another star, like he's, he's with uh, Kawhi or whatever, he just uh, is not the same guy. Like, like you guys were saying, he's not even a, a, a great number two. Uh, he'd be a great number three. But can you imagine we almost had him as a Laker, and if we had him, we wouldn't have AD. So kind of oh, I, I don't. I don't know about that. I think you still could have had both potentially, at least in initially, because of the way his contract was structured. Uh, and we got to run, Oscar. Great hearing from you, brother. Stay healthy, stay safe, and happy holidays. If we don't talk to you before then, um, but you could have had all three guys in theory. Yeah, and I mean, I, you almost I, had I, Kawhi and, and AD at the same time. Like that was very possible too. So very, very possible. And I do wonder if Kawhi has any buyer's remorse. He won't um, say it, but maybe, I do wonder if he has it. Maybe he does. All right, we got a couple. We got three minutes here. Let's do our picks against the spread this week. So, Laura, you're going to answer for Greg, who's not here, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first game, there are no Rams, LZ. You can't go Rams five this week. Okay. Well, then I won't use my five. <laughs> no, you got to use your five. Got to use your oh, five. Damn it. All right. So the first game is Raiders. Colts at Raiders. Colts are. Laura, two and a half, right? Two and a half point favorites, the yes, Colts? Yes, correct. Two and a half point favorites, LZ, at the Raiders. So the Colts are favored. The Raiders are home dogs. Where are you going? I'm going Raiders, and that's my one. Okay. Uh, Laura, I'm for go- you? For me, it's going to be Colts, and that's my three. And then Greg is going to go Raiders, and that's his three. Okay. I'm going to go Colts, and that's my five. Ooh. I think the Colts Ooh. wipe out the Raiders this week. Wow. Um, all right. So next game, we have the... Falcons are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Chargers. Uh, LZ, where are you going? I'm going Chargers, and that's my two. Okay. Uh, Laura. Chargers? No. I'm doing Falcons, and that's my four. And then Greg is doing Falcons, and that's his two. Okay. I am doing Falcons, and that is my three. Okay. Uh, Next, we've got Chiefs versus Dolphins. Uh, LZ. Uh, the Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites on the road going to Miami. Who do you like? 
Um, I like the Chiefs, and that will be my three. Okay. Laura? Mine is the Chiefs, and that's my one. And then Greg is going with the Dolphins, and that's his four. Okay. I am going with the Dolphins as well, and that is my four. That half point is what got me there. Um, so I will, I will do that. Actually, you know what? Take that back. I'm going to go Chiefs. Okay. I'm going to go Chiefs. I need to catch Greg, so I need to start doing things differently here. Um, all right, and then we've got the Washington football team at the Niners. The Niners are three-and-a-half-point favorites, LZ. I have Washington, and that's my five. Okay. Uh, Laura? I am taking the Niners, and that's my two. And Greg is taking the Niners, and that's his five. Okay. I am taking Washington, and that's my two. Uh, last, we have Steelers and Bills. We have 30 seconds. Bills are um, two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Steelers LZ. Bills four. Okay. Laura? Bills five and Greg Bills one. Okay. I am going Steelers, and that's my one. So those are our picks against the spread. Uh, Lakers basketball is coming up here in just a second. LZ Granderson, excellent work as always. I am done for the rest of the year. You, oh, my uh, com- gosh. You, this you, is the rest of the year. You commandeer the ship, all right? Don't uh, – you know, I, I, we, we trust you around here. You're commandeering the ship, the ship now. You are the captain. Have you seen Titanic? <laughs> all right. Great job, Laura and Steve as well. Thanks to you guys who tuned in, to Mina, to the callers. Uh, Sliwa and Michael are up next for Lakers pregame. Lakers Clippers tonight. Have a great night. See ya.